the Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Paul Leslie Hour. It's an honor to have you here. We are here. It is 2021. Happy New Year. I finally got a chance to see the Woody Allen film A Rainy Day in New York. That's one that did not make it to the theater, at least in my area. And so it wasn't so easy to see. I found it online. I think I watched it on Amazon Prime. What can I say? I love Woody Allen. Some of the greatest films ever, in my opinion. This one was very good. I must say it wasn't quite as good as the last few, but I did enjoy it overall. I heard some very beautiful music in the film, as is commonly the case with Woody Allen's films. And I noticed some very distinctive piano playing. I can't describe why exactly, but the music that I heard, I thought, I wonder if that is Conal Fouts playing. Conal Fawkes is a great musician. He is a pianist, a singer, a recording artist. He was featured in the Midnight in Paris Woody Allen film. I believe he won a Grammy for that one. I'm not sure. But nonetheless, at the end credits, there was Conal Fawkes' name. And it reminded me of this interview. Conal plays with Woody Allen. They play New Orleans jazz and other types of music. The leader of the band that Woody Allen and Connell are in it was the Eddie Davis New Orleans jazz band. Eddie Davis sadly passed away in 2020, a great loss to the world of music. Connell and Eddie Davis had this duo, the Davis and Falks duo, and they made a DVD. It is a great live concert performance filmed in Spain. And if you get a chance to find it, this is what the interview you're about to hear is about. It's in large part about that DVD that they shot. I want to thank all of you for your support of this show. There's two ways that you can help the show. One, share this interview, if you can, on Facebook, on whatever social media that you use. The other thing any contribution is most appreciated. There's a lot of things I want to accomplish with the show this year. I've got high hopes, so to speak. If you can go to thepaulleslie.com, up at the top, there's a button that says support the show. It only takes a moment. It makes a world of difference. I appreciate it so much. All right, folks. Well, let's get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure. We welcome the very talented the very affable, Mr. Connell Fawkes. Thank you so Hello, much. Paul. Hello, welcome. Nice to talk to you again. Who is Connell Fawkes for those who didn't hear the first interview? <laughs> oh, you want me to tell them who Connell yeah, Fawkes is? Let, let's hear it. From from your perspective, who is Connell Fawkes? Well, Connell Fawkes is a, just a regular working musician, and uh, I live in New York, and that's the center of my activities, and I play the piano, I play the double bass, I sing on occasion, and you and I, I guess, met and first became introduced via my involvement with the Woody Allen New Orleans Jazz Band. 
which is uh, one of the gigs that I regularly do and still do. And uh, yeah, maybe that kind of sums it up. And kind of as a result of the Woody Allen New Orleans Jazz Band or the Eddie Davis New Orleans Jazz Band, depends on who you ask, <laughs> What? Uh, tell us about the Eddie Davis and Connell Fawkes duo. Eddie Davis and I go back a long time, probably a good 12 or 13 years working together in various groups. Initially, Eddie's um, band, which was about a six-piece band we played regularly for years, Eddie was the the person who brought me into the Woody Allen jazz band because Eddie is the musical director and banjoist of that group. And out of these various groups that we played together with, we just, we got along so well musically and we have a very similar approach and feel for the, the music that we play together. And it just was very natural that we started playing as a duo and the first kind of real launch of our duo was a few summers ago, uh, Woody Allen went to Barcelona, Spain, to make the movie called Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Eddie thought it might be a great idea if he and I could find a little place in Barcelona to play the duo while Woody was filming it would mean that Woody could drop by whenever he felt like it and join in with us and jam or play a concert or however he felt. He contacted a hotel over there, the Casa Fusta in Barcelona, and, he, and we set up this fantastic gig. We were there for about 10 weeks. We played five nights a week, the duo, Eddie Davis and myself. And Woody, of course was there busy filming every day. He had an extremely busy schedule to, to make the movie. He was there for the same period of time, about 10 weeks. But on his off time, and I think to uh, relieve himself of some of the stress of the movie set, he would come down and hang out with us at the Casa Fusta and play the clarinet with us, and we'd become a trio. And sometimes it would be in the middle of the day in the, in the venue where people would come in for coffee and sandwiches. And sometimes he'd come and join us for our evening concert. It was wonderful. The last week of that engagement, after playing for nine weeks or so, in our last week, we met this wonderful young Brazilian filmmaker, Arturo Quetzola, who was in Barcelona at the time. And Eddie said, hey, how do you feel about getting a crew together real quick and filming one of our live concerts? He did, and he, and he did a beautiful job, and that's what you saw on the DVD of the, uh, the duo live in Barcelona. Well, tell us a little bit about that hotel where this DVD was recorded, and for everyone out there that may be wondering the title of that DVD, it's Eddie Davis and Connell Falks Live in Concert, and it was filmed in Barcelona. So tell us about where that was shot. What was the hotel? You said Casa Fusta? Yeah, the name of the hotel was the Casa Fuste. The building is a historically famous building, and it's a listed building, a protected building. The architect was, I believe, the teacher of Gaudí, who is the, of course, most famous architect associated with Barcelona. This gentleman had several famous buildings in Barcelona. So you have this, now it's a hotel, but it's in the most beautiful building you can imagine. 
And the cafe, what is now a cafe where we played, is called the Cafe Viennes. And you can see it a little bit in the DVD. It has this incredible layout to the room, these golden, it's actually real gold leaf arches and these cavernous ceilings, beautiful mosaic marble floor, there's pillars, and I mean, it's just this beautiful setting. And accidentally, it's it had a great acoustic because obviously it wasn't designed for music at all. And even since it's been a hotel, they've never had live music there. It's now one of the premier jazz clubs in Barcelona. So if any of your listeners are in Barcelona on vacation, I highly recommend take a trip to the Casa Fusta Hotel. It's at one end of the famous Passage de Gracia, which is a main boulevard, runs right from the sea up through the city. And go and have a cocktail and listen to some great jazz. And if you look on the wall, one of the walls in the uh, cafe, they actually put up this beautiful bronze plaque, commemorative plaque. And it's a bronze figure of uh, myself and Eddie Davis and Woody Allen playing uh, in trio. So you can see that on the wall there. You're a part of history now, Connell. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Spending 10 weeks there, you have to have some stories. Tell us what maybe your your greatest memory of your time over there in Barcelona was. Barcelona is a fantastic city to spend time in. And we were there for, for a long stretch of time. So we went out regularly and saw all kinds of wonderful things. We saw all the you know, historic buildings and sites of the city, the cathedral that's still under construction that Gaudi is designing. Um, we even went to a bullfight, which I've never been to in my life. I don't know if I'll ever go again. It's a pretty <laughs> gory experience. But um, the filming going on at the time meant that Eddie and I could go on the set anytime during the day and actually see Woody directing these A-list uh, Hollywood stars. And that was very exciting. It was actually the first time for me to see Woody on a movie set and directing. Um, I only see him on the bandstand and um, that was very interesting and to see how it's all done and to meet some of the folks that were in the film. I met uh, Scarlett Johansson and Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem, the, all the crew, the cameramen and, and all that kind of stuff. And that for me was, you know, very interesting, very exciting, um, along with all this beautiful stuff in Barcelona, flamenco music and this uh, traditional there's a traditional Catalan, Catalan is the region that Barcelona is in, and there's a traditional Catalan orchestra that plays in the cathedral square, the old cathedral square, every Sunday at noon, and they've been doing it for hundreds of years, and I've never heard music like this before. It's, it sounds so ancient and beautiful. They're playing some instruments I've never seen in my life before, and after a while, you think you've seen it all, but uh, that was Pretty spectacular. Now, what about local musicians? Did you meet any of them? Did maybe any of them sit in with you? Yes, we met a lot of local musicians, actually. Um, you know, word travels pretty fast, and Eddie and I love to meet other musicians anyway, so we were very open to guys coming and sitting in with us, and a lot of them did, and we met um, some of the kind of major traditional jazz musicians that are in Barcelona, 
just to mention one guy in particular, I met a wonderful pianist there called Ignacy Terrassa, who's uh, blind, and I would say about my age, about the same age, and fantastic musician. And he plays more modern jazz, mainstream jazz, bebop, and traditional jazz. So he's kind of a very broad player. And we did some four hands playing at the piano there, which was which was wonderful. That's an idiom I like to play in, and he was such a wonderful musician, and that was very exciting. But we met we met a lot of good guys down there that came. There was a local musician there, Oscar Font, who plays trombone and clarinet, who was actually very instrumental in setting up the whole gig for us. You know, we couldn't have done it without him. He did a lot of the groundwork for us while we were still in New York. And he's a very fun musician and came and sat in with us many, many times. So, yeah, it was good. We did. We met a lot of local guys. I hope I'm getting the website right, but for everyone who maybe is listening and like to follow along what you guys do, that is Eddie Davis and Connell Fox, the website is davisfaux.com, D-A-V-I-S-F-O-W-K-E-S, correct? Yes, that's it. Something that I noticed, there's a link there to your Flickr, uh, your photos. Yeah. You live quite an interesting life. Well... I like it. <laughs> I don't know if it's interesting to anyone else. But. You, you know, when you really think about it, you mentioned you got to meet Scarlett Johansson. I would faint right there. But you, <laughs> you you got to play in Barcelona. This seems like it was an amazing gig. I saw the picture of you with Harry Belafonte. You've gotten to pl- play all around the world with doing your music. It's actually quite amazing. I have. You know, I'm, I just feel so lucky to be able to do that there is a lot of luck and just whatever the word is involved in that and i have been very lucky and music is one of those jobs that can literally take you all over the world and it's you can you can play very happily with guys that you cannot even say hello to because you don't speak the same language but it's great to have music i think i've played in about 54 different nations so far so there's still many more to go but uh, <laughs> the list is growing which is great i had the opportunity to interview eddie davis and i wanted to see this is an observation i had you guys seem like you are close friends yes we are very much so yeah i seem to get that would you say he's one of your better friends yeah absolutely i mean i i met eddie fairly soon after I emigrated to the States. So uh, I've known him almost the whole time I've been here. And we've always gone along great. We get along so well musically, you know, which adds a whole other dimension to your friendship because you communicate on this other level too, you know. And um, he's been great. And I I owe Eddie a huge uh, debt for... Oh, so many things. I mean, uh, you know, he's taught me so much about playing. He's taught me so many tunes. He's introduced me to so many musicians and situations, and the list goes on. Yeah, he's a he's a very, very close friend, very good friend. And he's a most interesting guy. He makes a great interview, I should add. Absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%. He's, got, he's had an, a fascinating life, lots to talk about. Well, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about... Um the DVD, it features a lot of songs that have been featured in Woody Allen movies, and the new movie, which hits theaters in Atlanta 
uh, on Friday. We're a little behind, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, Midnight in Paris, and it features you singing some Cole Porter numbers. What do you think of the film? I'm unashamed to admit that I've seen it three times already. <laughs> I loved the film. I really loved it. And I won't, you know, give away too much for your listeners who haven't seen it yet. But uh, it's one of, if not the favorite of Woody Allen's movies that I've seen. My wife, who is, a, is a, more of a connoisseur of his movies, in fact, than I am, and she's a huge fan, she says it's pretty much her favorite of his films so far. So whatever that means, there you go. I think you also landed, landed your piano talent. You performed the song Barcarolle, is that correct? That's right, yeah. There was, there was one scene that needed a little bit of classical music behind it, and I'm playing the piano with two wonderful violinists, uh, Irving and Lisa Yedas, playing um, Barcarolle from the Tales of Hoffman by Offenbach. I can't wait to see that movie. One of the things I like about Woody Allen's movies is he always picks just the most incredible music. Yeah, absolutely. All his films pretty much have, have got great scores to them. Yeah, I agree. We talked about Dizzy Fingers on our last interview. I really love that record, and I was wondering if you've thought at all about recording another one. You know, Paul, I I would love to record uh an album a week, if I could. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the problems with the music business, I guess nowadays, and I'm sure you're probably more up on this than I am, is uh, you know where's it all going now? The record companies are getting less and less. Record stores are all but gone. It's still in this kind of flux stage between. You can still buy CDs, but it looks like it's all heading to just downloads and. You know, so it's difficult to know what to do these days. And to self-produce a record is, you know, it's a considerable expense. I still have many boxes of Dizzy Fingers sitting in my apartment I, I haven't been able to sell. And so I asked myself, do I spend another several thousand and uh, make another album that's going to sit there in boxes again? So... You know, there's all this great music that I love, and I'm, I'd love to put it down and record it and this, that, and the other. And um, I certainly will, you know, one of these days. But it's uh, some of these other elements come into your decision-making now, which is a shame that it's not just based on musical output. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. People have been telling me since the Midnight in Paris movie, oh, you should do an album of all, all Cole Porter songs just at the piano, you know, like Cole Porter recorded back in the day. I think, wow, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. But that would be, you know, quite a big project and months of work, preparation, and, and then the expense of producing it. And then you got this CD, and what? how do you get it out there, you know? Yeah, it's definitely a changing business model. I guess you could always say, that's a fantastic idea. Would you like to finance it? <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah, that, that should have been the response. Yeah. What is on the horizons? What's in the future for Connell Fawkes? Let's see. The immediate future, Woody Allen is about to leave to go to Rome to make the new movie, the next movie. No sooner does his last one come out than he's off to make another one. So Eddie and myself 
would love to try and get a similar situation in Rome than we did in Barcelona. And there's some people trying to set uh, something up for us there. Nothing's confirmed. We don't know if it's going to happen, but that's a possibility for this summer. And that might be another lengthy stay. It's a little trio concert with Woody and Eddie and myself in Moscow this summer at some point. You know, I live right outside New York City and I'm involved in lots of different groups and working with singers and, and the Cuban bands that I play with and solo things. So there's always plenty going on for me, fortunately. So um, I'm always doing stuff in the New York City area. Yeah, it's, things are usually pretty busy, which is nice. Very good. Well, if you go to Rome or Moscow, you need a radio documentarian to bring with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll have a word. I'll see if we can put it on the rider. All right. Well, Connell, it's always a pleasure to speak to you. I have one final question. you have any yes. words of wisdom for our people out there listening? Oh, words of wisdom. I wish I were wise, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll say one thing, and this might be similar to what I said before. I don't remember, but for your listeners, go out and support live music wherever you live because there's always lots of musicians everywhere and there'll be musicians where you live and it's probably not easy for them to work or earn a living at playing music and, and a lot of venues don't want to have live music because it's a lot cheaper to stick a CD in the machine and play it over the loudspeaker. But there's nothing like seeing a little group of guys or girls with real instruments playing and singing, and it's not as common as it used to be, and that's a real shame. So maybe that's a little something for your, for your listeners. Go and see, see what's happening in your local area, because there's so many musicians out there, and half of them don't get the chance to play, because the venues uh, would sooner you know, press a button than have uh, something coming over the machine. Ladies and gentlemen, you can visit davisfalks.com. Connell, thanks so much for this interview. I appreciate it. Paul, it's been a pleasure again, and thank you so much for having me on the show. I look forward to, to seeing you or hearing from you again. All right. God bless. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye.